welcome to another episode of the SX Wolves podcast, episode 83. Yes, we are a day uh, late. Uh, we had some stuff that cropped up. We couldn't, we tried to do it. We just think it wasn't going to be able to be done in time. So we pushed it a day. And actually, in a way, uh, I think one of the stories we are going to be talking about actually has an update this morning. So believe me, I think it was worth it. So once again, it is me, Larry, and my wife, uh, Peach. How are we today? Doing all right. How about you? Yeah, doing good. I mean, it's. I think the weather. I know you. I had a storm a couple of days ago. It's now. I think it's hit us last night. We had. We've had some flooding <laughs> the last couple of days. So yeah, I think the storm you had with the thunder and lightning. I think has now hit the Britain. So yeah, that's been fine. Oh anyway. no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, luckily it's only. I think it's the uh, south. West, I think, it, yeah, southwest uh, of England has been here. I think it is. Anyway, um, let's get into the stories. Um, first things first. Um, before we actually get to the kind of the big clubbers, I, there's one I didn't talk about last week, but I think we can talk about this week anyway because I think it had, there were some more bits out on bits in this, and that's the announcement finally of the WRC game by Codemasters, which you got, which looks actually really good. Really good. I mean, not only does it isn't made by the same team that made Dirt Rally 2.0, it felt like after seeing the car kind of list they've announced, I was worried it was just going to be WC 2, 3, and the big leagues, and maybe some historic. But no, it's literally feeling like a WRC Dirt Rally, which is really nice with a load of classics, kick cars, front wheel drive, rear drive. Anyway some of the older stuff which is looks amazing and we're getting to create um, three cards that are basically create your own sort of thing which i haven't given too much details on apart from they're unique to the they're not like an official manufacturer they're your own like a column create r4 i think it was called many many years ago when it before column craze uh passing um one for each of the cl- the big wlc classes from junior wlc2 and wc Big leagues. Uh, looks really good. I'm suspicious. I think a lot of us are suspicious this may or may not be something to do with that Formula One world system. Um, and then using a new engine, which is the Unreal Engine, and it looks gorgeous. 200 location stages, which would be amazing. All over the world. And I think there are more coming in. And oh, I, I must be honest, I'm looking forward to it, especially at the price point of it's like £45. In today, I mean, nearly every game now is about 60, 70 quid. That being 45 is brilliant. I mean, I know Utah, uh, Peach, aren't going to be probably interested in it, but I know you'll probably watch me if I got it or something. But yeah, because yeah, I must be, I think you've tried Grand, I know you tried Grand Turismo and you're like, no, I'm making it's not the game to go. I think it's not, but WRC is a very, I'm not because it ain't for your kind of newbies it, it, you, it is a bit more of a challenge but man i'm looking forward to this it's coming out in in the beginning of november so yeah this is i am hyped for this i am really hyped for this so yeah definitely something i'm looking forward to uh next story borderlands oh no sorry not borderlands gearbox possibly looks to be up for sale after the company who owns gearbox um had a basically Obviously, they had that massive loss. Uh, they were 
So they're looking like they're trying to save themselves and do a bit of restructuring. So they're looking like of possibly of selling Gearbox. Now, if you actually go on the website of Gearbox, what Gearbox have made, it's actually some of it is quite interesting. So obviously many people will know Gearbox for making the Borderland games. Some will also remember making the Brothers Round games, which are also quite good. I don't know of these I don't know if any of them were the PSP games. Or just the big PC, PS2 sort of stuff. So I know there are um, some PSP. Oh no, they, they do the PSP games as well. So yes, you you can get some of the. I'm not supposed to. I quite like the Borrow Arts games. Duke Nukem Forever, which obviously took forever. Duke Nukem 3D, Half Life, which I didn't explain no, as well as the Counter Strike games, which I also didn't know. Uh, they made not the new Counter Strikes. I do want to make it. It's the original Counter Strikes. I believe these may be just the PC versions. It may be the yeah. They also did like Homeworld, but the ones that did surprise me, I didn't know. But it does seem to be mainly the PC ones. I've also forgot about the Battleborn, and obviously some people who know about the whole Alien Clone Marine system knows about that. But I didn't know this. They did the PC ports from the looks of James Bond 007 Nightfire, Samba D'Amigo, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, and Halo. The original Halo was ported over, but looks like by Gearbox, which I I genuinely did not know. I mean, oh, yeah, that's a new one. Yeah, I didn't know this until I looked through the website. But yeah, no, I mean, do I mean it, if they? I mean, surely I think you're probably with me on this. If Gearbox is up for us, someone will pick that up quickly with their with the list of games they have made and not been like really good games or very got very popular fan base around like Borderlands surely at least we're hoping yeah I mean I don't think it's actually I think it's still been talked about but I'm pretty sure if if it is I mean it's I'm going to say the company's not really made a bad game apart from maybe Battleborn that was probably a bit of a I think that was just badly planned. I think it, I think it came out before Overwatch. It had more characters than Overwatch, but I think the way the, I think the online servers on the system wasn't as good as obviously Overwatch. So a lot of people just didn't really touch that. So I honestly can say I think, bar Battleborn, most of the games I believe are really good. I mean, they even did like VR games of Penn and Teller, including Desert Bus, which I know some of you, and I'm guessing. You peeps don't know a whole thing about the Desert Box game, which is iconic. No. Desert Box was basically, I think it was an NES game that was never actually released. It was part of a Penn and Teller video game, again, that was never released, but got out, where basically you drive from one point in, on the bus to another in real time, in a straight line, and the bus will keep turning right, so you have to keep pressing it. And if you go off the road, it will you'll get towed back to the beginning in real time. <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. It, it, I think it was actually meant. To, apparently, it was meant to be made as a kind of jokey simulation game. And back, guess like you guess only um, what happens if you get to the end of the location if you do. In what? The, you get a single point, and you have to do it all the way back. There again. See, that's not even a joke. There is, I think that's someone said a couple of years ago, I didn't, which I thought was really cool. Someone, they've actually got, there's a Desert Bus game, like, 
kind of gameathon where they basically do it for charity every year, which is quite cool. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's yeah. I think that one's is a bit shocking. Although also, I think Square Enix lost has lost two billion dollars of worth, which is scary. But I'm hopefully they'll hopefully try and get that back. But uh, it's unsure. Um, let's uh, next stop. Nintendo's Direct. Uh, I think nearly Nintendo Directs are normally never been bad, in my opinion. They've never not been bad. So, what got announced at Nintendo Direct a couple of weeks ago? So, we had the Paper Mario, which is basically uh, the remake of the SNES game, which will give you the choice actually playing the new style, including the old NES style of Paper Mario, which I think is really cool. You can't go wrong with that. It's a really good way. I like that. Um, they're doing a remake of Mario vs. Donkey Kong, which was a Game Boy Advance game. Looked like some sort of puzzle game. Which, look, oh, I think it looks right, but then again, you can't go. And the one I loved, I saw this when I heard about this. I was like, okay, I've got to try this. I've got it. It's free to play at the moment. It's worth it. If I, As long as I think you've got the uh, online access is they, you remember they they've done you've got Tetris 99, we've had Mario 99. Now it's time for F Zero 99. Yes, the racing game from the Super Nintendo days. They've now made a 99 race battle royale in this, and I'm not joking when I say that is a lot of fun and it runs amazingly. It can be a bit manic, but it's so well cleverly done and everything. I can't fault it. It's a lot of fun, and I remember some of the other people saying, I'm not a fan of Battle Royale games, but I like the sound of this sort of thing. Would you have a go at this if you had a Switch, Peach? Not sure. Not going to lie. It's sort it's of... I think F-Zero, I know most people, if you don't know what F-Zero is, basically most people know him for Captain Falcon from Super Smash Bros. with the infamous Falcon Punch. I mean, the old other games like GameCube and Wii are really hard with. Obviously, the SNES nope. is a little bit easier. Nope. But uh, no, it's basically you'll have like, a, it's basically a, like a cart race, but it's all like you're all in spaceships using, having to use arrows to kind of dip and stuff to go around corners sharply and stuff. A really, really fun game. The music's great in it as well. It's basically, imagine, okay, I think if you play it normally, I think it's about six to eight. So imagine having 99 of them. That's it's just brilliant. It's just it's just a very fun version of Mario Kart with just ninety nine people. Um, Matt, Princess Peach, we finally get the name. It's called Princess Peach Showtime. Um, it's coming out next year at March. Um, it is. I'm gonna say this is. I think only the second game Peach has actually had a proper game, which is that very very interesting DS game. I even I remember it was very. No, I, I must admit it wasn't my type of game. This looks very different. It's space. I think it looks like it's all like meant to be theater show based stuff with like cardboard castle. It's like an elementary school, and it's she will have different like she will change into different clothing. I think we've like as well. I think there's the three musketeers. I think I've seen a detective one, and she's basically the aim is taking out these kind of purple vine branch stuff. It sounds much more interesting. It definitely sounds more interesting than the last Princess Peach game. And I know, obviously, I know Peach, you aren't a big fan of 
Peach and Marion, I'm presuming this is not on your list and still nope. No, I don't. Which, I mean, I think it's. I would say it's better. It looks better than the whatever the DS game was called. I think it was just called Princess Peach or something. I can't remember what it was called. And um, it looks more interesting. But will I still probably buy it? Probably unlikely. Um, one actually, this came out of nowhere, and I know this was also probably mentioned. Was also mentioned at the state of play from PlayStation that Nintendo are getting. Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3, the original PS1 games, as a remastered on for the Switch. I'm all for this. I am 100% all for this. It's coming out February 14th. I should also probably give you the other ones. The Donkey Kong is also really... The Donkey Kong versus Mario... Sorry, Mario versus Donkey Kong is February 16th, 2024. The um, Mario Thousand Door, I don't think has been given a release date, apart from... Oh, no, I think it's going out next year but no the tomb raider i it looks fantastic now i i wonder with the first game if it's going to be like the anniversary edition from the playstation 2 PlayStation 3 trilogy or if it's going to be like the ps1 game now this is i think a really good surprise and i believe this is actually not being done by square enix this is being done i believe by amazon because i think amazon bought the ip if i remember this correctly now I'm guessing you've never played the Tomb Raider games. Would you? And uh, if not, would you play the remastered for the trilogy games from the Tomb Raider uh, series? More than likely, I've seen the games played, and I'm a bit of a Tomb Raider fan myself. Which ones have you seen watched, Matt? Um, have you watched? I'm forgetting the name of them. I know I've seen Sharky play them. Right. I'm Okay, I'm guessing it's not than Legends or Underworld. I guess um, I'm forgetting the names I know is a Tomb Raider game because Minecraft is like one of the easiest people to recognize. Oh yeah, I mean she is the most recon. I think they say she is one of the most recognizable female protagonists in video games. I think she's even in the Game of Thrones Chronicles for that. Um, was it quite grim and dirt, like dirty, dark? Yep. You've watched the original, the remake, reboot. The mm-hmm. reboot, which I, yeah, no, I'd be on it. This is the thing. I've played, well, I've owned the trilogy collection, which came with Anniversary, which is the first game, but redone for the PS2, which they then put for the PS3. Uh, Legends and Underworld, which is the trilogy bundle. And I must, at the time, I was like, Ugh. it wasn't my type. I think it was just too difficult, not my type of style. They weren't interesting. But when I, trade tra- basically got actually i got given a copy of the original the new remake to tomb raider i must admit it was sort of my list of i want to play this i was like this is the sort of player i like i prefer this i like it i like the more natural style it reminds me of uncharted probably because it was, first it was copying uncharted and i've played most of them i've only i think i've got the first and the second i haven't played the third and they were really fun i think they were really good where these are based obviously and not that version they're a bit more of the infamous you know what many people are famous love about you know lara croft you know the certain body part which was actually a mistaken glitch error which i'm presuming you know what i'm on about peach actually i never really paid attention to it. Fair. i mean they did change them in the remake but anyway um no, I will be honest. 
I as long as they keep it as I, I don't know if they're gonna try and tweak the controls from the infamous PlayStation ones because I would say if you want to try and make it a remaster, I would say I would I would want tank controls, but also I I would say I don't want to lose that nurse, but I do remember that might be the one thing you might like that in the first game there is there are dinosaurs in this. I believe raptors and a T Rex shoot you shoot. Hey. With double oh, pistols. Please tell me they didn't butcher the raptors. I think they were raptors. I'm not entirely sure. You go down a cave and then you suddenly found you're in a world with dinosaurs. It was like a hit, I think like a lost world that still sort of existed. I can't like I said, I have not played Legends. So this Anniversary is like edition. The center of the earth meets Lara Croft. Yeah, for that bit, but I know obviously <laughs> the other games are different. Okay. Yeah, uh, that just makes me even more curious. Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't. I should say I don't know these are coming on Xbox. As far as I know, this seems to be only PlayStation Nintendo, uh, Nintendo, but I might be wrong. They might also be putting this on Xbox and PC. But as far as I know, it seems to be only PlayStation PC. I mean, PlayStation and um, Switch. Um, they also announced they're going to be making the Luigi's Mansion Two also coming. Um, to Switch from the DS, which I my sister loved that game. I remember my sister loving that. It was a quite good, fun, humorous game, and I liked it continued from the GameCube game that a lot of people had a love for coming up next year. Um, got some new um, gameplay of, I think, some new bits announced for Splatoon 3. Uh, Prince of Persia Lost Crown, this kind of old-school style Prince of Persia 2D side-scroller, um, which looks good, coming out Beginning of next year, coming to Switch. I'm not gonna lie, it looks very interesting. Um, Super Mario RPG remake. Um, guess a new trailer. It's coming out the end of November this year. I know a lot of people are fans of that. I didn't mind. One that was I didn't know, and I was quite happy about. I don't know if you know, have ever heard of this. Trombone Champ is coming to Switch. Trombone Champ. Trombone Champ. It's basically. I think this was originally on PC, and it was basically um, it it's, uh, was basically you played songs um, using a trombone. And you had to kind of hit it at the right point, and they've basically done it where you can either use the kind of gyro controls or joy cons, which I oh my word, it's insane. I think it might. I think there will be less choice to choose from probably if you go for the Switch version, but it, oh my word. That is a game. That is a hidden little gem that came last year. It was, I must admit, it was. It, just, it it feels so built for this sort of game. Uh, yeah, but I mean, what are you kind of intrigued by this game? Are you Peach? Maybe a little bit because part of me is like thinking, like, is this like some band type of thing? like marching it, band type of thing? It's no, it's not like a marching band. It's more like you do have certain because like someone's done a version of Rick Astley. I know there's been some people doing E. Um, there's many different songs they've done all over the so it's just changes. Um, Day of the Diver, this kind of very popular little indie game in this t kind of style where you have it's coming over to Switch. Uh, October this year. Um, definitely, I think, worth picking up, because I know I've seen it. It's basically you kind of catch fish and then also work at your other job selling sushi. So, yeah, it's it's a definitely different type of game. Uh, they announced the new Wave 6 for... I think it's... Is it the final wave? I think it is the final wave 
for the Mario Kart expansion, which looks really good. Um, you can't go wrong. I love that. I can't wait. Uh, Detective Pikachu returns. Gets a new controller coming out October the sixth. I'm. I know that's got a lot of people loving. Um, as well, Horizon Chase Two is coming onto Switch. Um, I think some actually is already now released. Um, another code recollection has been announced. Um, very popular. It's coming out next year, June nineteenth. Saga Emerald Beyond. I'm not coming out. I think sometime next year. Uh, well, we've got Unicorn Chronicles. I think Wario move it. Oh yeah, get some more, get some more time to show some of the more bits. Oh uh, no, I think also announcing uh, the Mario Nintendo Gallery Museum is still ahead for 2024. I must miss the Mario. Sorry, the Nintendo was game after game, and it looked really good. I must miss the amount of announcements were really good. I mean, the Trombo chat was out of nowhere. But I'm looking really good. I mean, so I'm guessing there are games you want to now play from the Nintendo showcase. There's a couple that I mean, like the ones that we've mentioned have been more interesting than anything else. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, Aside I know you're still the Princess Peach game, which I'm not touching. No. I, I don't blame you, and I'm not even going to argue with that at all. Not. Um. Now. We also talked about PlayStation because of the Tomb Raider situation. Now, obviously, PlayStations can be a bit iffy, 50-50. Um, was, um, one, of the, one of the big ones, obviously, was Final Fantasy VIII Rebirth, uh, with that becoming out next year, uh, February 29th, 2024. This looks uh, obviously not my type of series. I need to probably should try, but I think it's just because of the sometimes the difficulty spikes. It's like, I try and play the, um, oh, what's it called? Kingdom, the Disney Final Fantasy thing, what they call it. Kingdom Hearts, that's it, Kingdom Hearts. And I can, I'm stuck at this one point, I cannot get past the fucking character, because it's, because it's all very tricky. Very, very tricky, but, yeah, I know those games are going to be good. It looks Beautiful though. Uh, new bits of Spider-Man, fast travel, kind of the mixture between the two characters. Over, I think it's like sixty different costumes, which is all look good. And the map has added another island, which is quite nice. Um, getting some new DLC for Resident Evil, with the Resident Evil Four separate ways, which is basically Ada Wong's side of the story from Resident Evil Four. Which I, to be honest, that could be really, really interesting. I'm really, really. I know that some people quite enjoy it, so hopefully it gives them more interesting on that. Also, they're making uh, Resident Evil 4 uh, for having a VR mode, which we're releasing this winter. Man, that's going to be terrifying. Wouldn't you agree with me on that, um, Peach? Yeah. Uh, more gameplay footage. Something oh. I don't do well with. Yeah. In general. Yeah. I think I've like if I put yeah, I was like the one thing I would say like if you wanna get like horror games, I have like VR like that is where it's at now. You if you can get a horror game on VR, you've you can get it really good. Like the Resident Evil games have proven that. And that oh god, what was it called? Something blood or something. That was a um uh, sort of until dawn kind of running gun, like railgun shooter. 
on like a ride that was really quite clever. Um, obviously, uh, anyway, um, Avatar Front Frontiers of Pandora looks mm. is coming out. I, I could be um coming out. Is it coming out in December? Could be a sleeper hit. This this could be a real surprise here. Could do really, really well. I think it looks fantastic. I hope it's an open world because I played the original Avatar game they did on the PS3 360, and I I enjoyed it. I mean, getting the choice between being one of the um the military or the um of what they call it no the Navi. That's it, Navi. I thought it was really quite fun. I think from this looks like you're just the Navi, but we still have some of the weapons. It still looks, I think there's a lot more you can use proper weapons now. Cause I think the other one I used most of the time, it was all close combat or um, using arrows and stuff. So I'm excited about it though. Like, no, it nice. does look fantastic. It looks fantastic. I have a feeling. It, I think it isn't going to Xbox one and PS4. I think it's just the PS5 Xbox series, which is a bit annoying, but definitely, I think, it could be a really good game, and I definitely think this could be a real good hit. Uh, they also announced three new colors for faceplates for your PlayStation 5s. We've got a what they're calling volcanic red, a cobalt blue, and a sterling silver. I must be honest, the silver does look quite nice. But um, they're kind of like metallic-y colors. The blue is probably my favorite, but I also like the silver. And also doing those as controllers as well. And um, also, we've got this new I from if anyone remembers the Get Over It game where you're a man with a pickaxe and a sort of cooking pot thing that a lot of people quite enjoyed at the time many, many years ago. Well, the company have just announced their new game called Baby Steps, published by <laughs> Devolver Digital. And it's basically a walking simulator, but you have to use the feet and stuff in a way that sort of you have to get over stuff and it's not easy i'm not gonna lie you need to watch the trailer to understand it looks brilliant quite a lot of fun roblox is finally coming over to uh, ps4 and ps5 october the 10th we're getting a ghostbusters vr2 game coming up next month called ghostbusters rise rise of the ghost lord that will be a lot of fun kind of like that right? Helldivers 2, uh, coming up next year in February 8th. I, there are people... I mean, it's not one of the games I'm going... This one, I know, did cause a lot of uproar when it was originally announced. Um, this, I think, isn't meant to be coming out immediately. I think there's a beta at the moment uh, coming out on the 29th to the October 1st, where it's called... And the game's called Foam Stars. What it basically is, is a more... Anime style looking Splatoon. That's not a joke. That is basically what it is. It's basically Splatoon. But with foam instead of ink. But yeah, I do I, do I think it could be interesting? Yes. Will it probably cause some people to get annoyed because it's basically Splatoon? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Anyway. Uh, Tales of Rise um, is getting some expansions in November, uh, up two years after release, which is interesting. And as far as that, that is it. I'm not going to lie. I, I I mean, there was some bits. I mean, it's mainly, I think, stuff that's coming out this year and some just upgrades. Nothing really announced. 
But I think there's still some good stuff in there. Was there not? Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, are you wanting to play the new Spider-Man game or is it not really on your list? Not really on my list. Well, not as much as the new Avatar one is. No, I'll be honest, that's completely understandable. But, yeah. But, on to the big story. That one that's literally been developing over this last three, four, five days. And this is the whole debacle with Unity. Now, I know a lot of you, including you, Peach, didn't know what Unity is or was until I've obviously explained it before. I think we, I've, we've talked about it. I think during this past couple of days about U the Unity debacle. So I'll explain. Unity is a software and game engine that a lot of people use to make games on. That is lit. Like um, I think Among Us used it. Cult of the Lamb. Loads and loads and loads of games. I'm just like off peak it's so difficult to just say like name a few so they announced a couple of weeks or days ago they were adding this sort of new policy in place that was well it was really really controversial that they're basically having this kind of runtime fee if it you went over a certain amount which was every basically everything was like if you can over that the amount of people installed it basically they would get a, like i don't know how much it was about and it would change over points per thing now this didn't obviously go down at all well by developers and people alike and some even threatened to even take their games down when this was getting uh, being put on, which is beginning of next year in January. Now, it got to the point that they were getting death threats. They had to close two of the stores, and even I think it was meant to be a meeting at Town Hall. That was scrapped. In fact, it's even now in some um, areas, it was even apparently rumoured and possibility that one of the people that actually uh, that did one of the deferents was actually one of its own employees. Which I mean, that just clearly showed how badly wrong it went. Yeah. Now, I think then there were some bits, I think someone did um, from a company, I think called Schnaden, uh, I think Schnaden, Schnaden's, apologies for the name wrong uh basically saying that th this like whole idea looked very very sketchy and legally there may be some issues because i think they were saying that it could be under abuse of dominant pr proposition it was going to cause issues between like the uk and us it, it didn't look good and also i think then it turned out one of the ceos or the ceo basically of unity is an ex-ea uh, person around the same time of the whole online pass system if anyone doesn't remember that basically you were basically punished for buying used games that that was a time of that for a while a lot of games were doing that and then a lot of companies went yeah this was a bad mistake so either made them free or they just dropped them 
So, and then obviously the whole loot box situation. So a lot of people, it's been going on a couple of days and they've announced this morning in the last four, four or five hours that they are apologize for this ring and are changing the policy and rewording it because I think there were also concerns if this was going to affect if someone reinstalled it, was this going to affect Game Pass? I think then it was in, I think some people then did a bit more digging. I think it was to do some even more complicated stuff. But, jeez, I mean, I think I've not had to talk about Unity for such a long time. I mean, you saw this, I presume, like, what do you think of this whole debacle? I feel like this is more chaotic than anything else. Oh, yeah. Kind of ridiculous, but my guess is in time they'll end up straightening it, straight, straightening it out. <laughs> no, I think because I know, I think you can't not. It's yeah. I mean, obviously, I think before we go into the game, I must because I've seen these. I've just remembered something. Oh, the because obviously Mortal Kombat's just been released and. The Switch version is also $70, and people have been showing off the images from the Switch version. Even I'm like, why is this worth £70? Oh my word. It's nothing like the PlayStation 5 and Xbox version. Wow, we. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'll have to show you the photos later. I'll have to show you the photos later because it's. Not I'm I... not entirely surprised. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> Unbelievable. Now on to wrestling, and it's been busy. Well, for starters, Nina Jax has returned to WWE. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy to see her come back. Yes, I'm just hopeful she isn't going to be as injury, not injury, but basically trying not to injure other people like the reliability she had last year because. I'm not going to lie. It's unbelievable. I'm not even going to lie. I know that obviously she caused a lot of injuries, including um, uh, Curry Sane, which I know is obviously coming back to uh, WWE in soon point. Now, I don't know how long. I know someone's already done like some of the bits and done a lot of critiquing over that situation. I must my I she looks better, but I do want to see I hope she just doesn't injure and she's learnt from last last time she wrestled that she injured, I know she's wanted to come back for a while. Hopefully it hopefully it'll be a better run than last time. Um also we've heard rumors and it looks like to be true that uh AEW uh, wrestler Jade uh, Cora Jade has left AEW and is moving over to WWE very soon. Now, I know... Oh, this should be interesting. She is a unique. She is unique. Very... You, she's got a definite um, aura about her that she's got a great character, great wrestler as well. And someone said, like, they need to get her with Bailey. Not Bailey, uh, Bailey or Bia, Bia, um, Bianca Belair <clears throat> in like a match off. Oh my word. Hell, even Becky Lynch. 
Not gonna lie, I was more or less thinking against Becky Lynch, because do you know how chaotic that match would be? At least I feel like it would be chaotic, especially knowing Becky. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, no, also, um, also through that, uh, we had the big news of, well, who returned on Friday SmackDown? The most electrifying man in WWE, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The poor guy got such a backlash, though. Jeez. Oh, my word. Austin Aries. Wow. I mean, he's still great now. Absolutely still great now. But he before he was on like before he actually came on to the W show, he was doing an interview with Pat McPhee. Is it Pat? Yeah. Who's a good friend yeah. of his. And he was talking they were talking about this whole rumor or like basically talking about going, look, would you want to do the match between Roman, like yourself and Roman Reigns? You know, the bulletin. And goes he basically said that match was locked in for this year. We were going to possibly have the family battle that I think we have been wanting. But he decided, I think they decided they just couldn't get it the way he wanted at the time. They just couldn't interest. But he has said, look, next year, it's booked in. Like, I'm still interested. I'm still very interested. Which... Is it bad for once I'm wanting Roman to get his butt whooped? Hmm. Like, seriously? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's so... I mean, I mean, who would I mean, this would be a great thing. But, like, this would be proper family bloodline sort of thing. It would be brilliant. It uh, would be. But that being said, if freaking... Rocky loses to Roman, I'd be severely disappointed. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. I mean, obviously, I think most reasons that I think obviously you might think will... And uh, I love that bit with John Cena. Where he just held him, held him and think, welcome home. That was so nice. I mean, it really was, though. It's like, the fact that these guys do feud, I'm not going to lie, their feuds impeccable but just seeing the respect between Cena and Rocky holy crap hmm. yeah but not only that I think obviously that was amazing obviously I think the reason obviously we know, I think partly the reason the um obviously the Rock and John Cena have already returned is obviously because of the strike situation at the moment so they've got the time to do stuff and obviously it doesn't affect the whole breaking <laughs> the Saga after and all that stuff. Yeah. But no, it's great. It's great to see that. Absolutely great to see that. Okay, can we talk about the Rock and Austin Theory encounter, though? Oh, my. Well, I think someone says clearly Rock wanted to kind of push the boundary on this. Because the yeah. light... I'm sorry, the Channy got the crowd to do though. Like, jeez, Louise. Hmm. Brutal truth for theory, though. Oh yeah. Absolutely, 
Absolutely. And Unbelievable. not going to lie, I was a bit of a jerk on my end when I saw that because I was taking part in the chant as well from when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, I think WWE has started to come back because of, like, I think getting the legends come back. But then again, we can't win, can we not? I hate them. It's just great to watch. I mean, absolutely amazing. But the fact that we're getting like the big energy stars back, I'm absolutely loving it. Mm. Again. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's good. It's just great to see kind of, I think WWE, yes, still make issues. And obviously, uh, speaking of which, actually, of WWE, obviously, they've now done the merger with the UFC group and they're now making the group called TKO. Clever name. I love the name. And I think they've basically, I think they've said there are obviously, they don't want to try and cross over stuff. But obviously, if wrestlers obviously want to come into UFC or UFC want to, you know, if after all UFC wrestlers want to go into wrestling, you know, they, there isn't anything stopping it, which, would be, you know, is really quite fun. I mean, that being said, we, we've seen how that worked with two of UFC's troublemakers. What? Are you talking about CM Punk? I was more or less referring to Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar. That's true. That is true. I mean, that's what I was more or less referring to. Was Shayna ever in the UFC? I don't think she was. I don't think because I know one of the recent things where you had Ronda versus one of her old friends from the UFC was one of them. Yeah. But no, I think it's. It look, I think at the moment, obviously, only this is very, very early. Only time will tell to see what was happening with the company. I mean, obviously, they've already done some um, fire, like people getting losing their jobs. Obviously, I don't. The stars, wrestlers haven't been de- it yet, apart from one that did ask for their release, which was the Grizzle Young veteran. So, I'm not gonna lie. I'm say I don't. Then I don't think it was to do that, but I think obviously they're not going to decline after this situation. So, yeah, I think it's going to be definitely. I think I, I'm looking forward to the next couple of months. I think with WWE, I think it could be really interesting. Definitely. I mean, the fact that we have so much energy going for them right now is oh yeah, brilliant. I think yeah, I I mean I'm loving it at the moment because I think AEW is doing quite well. WWE are starting to look good. I mean TNA with their thousand episodes, they brought back. Beautiful people. Okay, maybe not one of my personal favorites, but they had the Dudley Boys. Sorry, Team 3D, I think they're called. <laughs> and oh, and um, Awesome Kong, which is I forgot her name in WWE, which is great to see. Um, all which is great, and Mickey James, which is also great. So yeah, no, definitely, it's good. It's been a good time for wrestling so uh, recently. Very good time for wrestling. Oh yeah, big time. Now, um, I think that's it for the podcast this week. However, um, we do want to give it a little warning. Depending on how much news there is this week, I, I which I don't know. If there isn't enough um, news 
for this week, um, there will be a bit of a gap from the, the next one. There's going to be about, I would say, a month until the next pod because I'm off <laughs> on holiday. I'm, I'm I'm going off for holiday for like a couple of weeks, three weeks or so. So obviously the podcast will be on. I'm, I'm pause for a bit so we can just I think both of us you know take a break for a bit and just relax a bit but obviously we'll come back hopefully even that time if so there won't be some major stories if so it's probably the one times that they're going to be major stories while I'm away so oh boy so um anywho so if you've enjoyed the pause give it a like shut about you know what to do. So until next time, farewell. Bye. Oh, burn for plants tonight. Lord.